Good morning, everybody. Let's try that again with, uh, without my voice cracking. Good morning, everybody. My name's Larry Jacobs. <laughs> this is Pre-K-12 Education Talk Radio. It's Friday, the 25th of August. As we wind down the summer, basically, i got to tell you, week after weekend after this is Labor Day weekend. Wow. Okay, and I know a lot of people are back to school wishing you the best of times here. Uh, as you head back to school or are thinking about it, okay, we hope you're listening to the show. We know we're getting a lot of listenership right now, so just a pleasure to be talking to you live on the archives. We archive over at ace-ed.org. That's the home website of our Consortium for Equity in Education, where, where our magazine, Equity and Access, is located, where all the information on our Equity Awards program, which is a big deal this year, even bigger than last, Okay. Uh, please feel free to go over there and nominate it. You'll see the uh, uh, link to it over at ace-ed.org for the Equity Awards program. And also, uh, a podcast like this one will be over there as well. And I always like to emphasize everything we do over there is free at ace-ed.org, so please check it out. Um, I really appreciate doing today's show. We had to cancel it last week when we had a tech glitch last, uh, last, <clears throat> excuse me, last Monday. All right, so I got Lance Ruji here. Lance is um, the, uh, let me read this properly, the Senior VP of Curriculum Instruction and Student Engagement, which is what we're going to really be talking about today, over at Discovery Education, my good friends. And I, I want to preface this show before, by the way, good morning, Lance. I just brought you on. How you doing, buddy? Good morning. How are you, Larry? I'm fine. Now, by the way, I finally learned how to pronounce, thanks to Steve Wakefield, your last name. It's Ruji. Ruji, right? That is perfect. We mispronounce it, but that's how we mispronounce it. <laughs> what, 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 how do you pronounce it? What do you? What do you? What do you? How do you pronounce it? What's going on? It's uh, it's, it's, oh, it's French. So my yeah, my dad will yeah. say rougeux, but it's really rougeux, rougeux is how we said it. So yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for having me on this morning. Uh, are you kidding? You're always welcome here. Okay, and it's R O U G E U X. Obviously French. Thank you very much. And uh, but I've always been doing Rougeau, but I lie. Rougey is so much easier. So thank you very much, you and Stephen, my good buddy over there at Discovery. And you're again a senior VP curriculum instruction student engagement. We're going to focus on that today, and I'm really glad we were able to reschedule the show for today when you had some time and we could we could fit it in here because to me it's really important. Um, I, I, I want to say this, you know, uh, we're going to talk about how Discovery is trying to ignite student curiosity in the new school year. But I don't, and Lance, I mean, you may agree or disagree with me on this, a lot of people who are professional educators who are in the schools don't understand what's going on in the industry. They see the industry, I always say this as the sales rep who shows up every three months, okay, to make sure, sell you something and make sure there's something going on, everything's hunky-dory with everything, okay? But the industry, which is made up of a lot of people who were in education, in the trenches, it's a synergetic relationship between the industry and the profession. And if you folks at the industry side, Discovery is this example today, don't get it right, everybody suffers, okay? And I think it's so important that we just spend a little time, you know, today, like we're going to do, talking about you know, what Discovery really does, and again, using them as the example, you know, to get ready for the new school year. It's not just everybody sitting around waiting for school to start. You guys are working all year round and trying to figure out what the teachers need this year. 
And that's kind of the way I want to preface this show. And before we get into that, I want you to tell us a little about you and how you wound up at Discovery Education, if you don't mind. Mr. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Sure thing. (laughs) So, yeah, I... um, the brief history is I, I started my career as a, a middle school teacher in the school district of Philadelphia. Uh, and then went, yeah. there you go. And went yeah. from there, worked at the department of ed in Pennsylvania for, for a couple of years and, and worked on a program that was connecting teachers around the state to each other to learn from each other. And uh, it just coincided with, you know, at the same time discovery education was just starting and they were starting this teacher community, which kind of what I was doing at the state. So I, I joined Discovery many, many years ago, back in 2005, to, to help, you know, as part of a team to start up our, our educator community, the Discovery Educator Network. And I, well, I've been at Discovery for 18 years, and because I work so closely with, with teachers, you know, every day for 15, 16 years. Yeah, I, I, I moved over to the product side of the house a, a few years ago. Since that connection for us, like, I love how you, you set it up in terms of, there is and there can and there should be a synergy between what's, you know, what's, what's happening yeah. in the classroom and how companies like Discovery Education can, can support that and, and, and help provide resources that solve the teachers' daily challenges. But it all starts with those companies like us have to really be in tune and have to, have to be really, really intentional good listeners. And, and that's something we pride ourselves on uh, in terms of, Anything that we're launching for back to school, it's because we've heard it from from a teacher. That's the way to do it, my friend. And, you know, your background, again, I, I want to emphasize this, and you know for a fact a lot of your colleagues were also uh, classroom educators or administrators in schools or, or work yep. for the State Department of Education. I mean, you're, you're all, and I, I always want to say this, you are all education professionals back there. And, you, you know, the fact that you have to work in tandem with the school districts makes all the sense in the world. And you have a theme this year, which I, I found very interesting. It's the first few words that we titled the show, which is called Igniting Student Curiosity. Okay. And that, that, that I, if I'm not mistaken, that's kind of your discovery's theme as we enter this new school year. Again, school year has started yep. in many districts. We're getting there. It, Talk, talk about that. Has there been, and I'm going to ask it a funny, has there been a lack of student curiosity as we bounce back from the pandemic? Where, 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 where are you going with this? This is good stuff. Go ahead, Lance. Yeah, I don't, I don't think there's ever been a lack of student curiosity. I think the, the thing that we've seen is how can we help kind of spark that, facilitate that, um, make it, you know, give teachers the, the, the tools, resources, content to, to help bring that out. Cause I think forever, but you know, particularly since the pandemic, the, the number one thing that we've heard from administrators and from teachers is like, if you can help us, you know, with the big bucket of engagement, you know, yeah. our kids yeah. were home, their yeah. mindset of school and it kind of shifted and changed. And do we have to be here? And it's like, exactly. you know, an engagement, <clears throat> engagement is a big, broad topic, but ultimately when it comes for us, it's kids are naturally curious. And if we can help through, content, professional learning, anything that we can help do to, to bring that alive in a classroom, because ultimately curiosity for kids, you know, if you're, if you find just even like this nugget of something that you're curious about in that math lesson that has some sort of relevance or maybe even a personal connection, it it gives kids, you know, a reason to kind of dig in and, and persevere. So 
you know, that's why it's so important to us. I mean, Discovery Education started way, way back when, you know, with Discovery Channel and ultimately yeah. the curiosity yeah. has been in our DNA ever since. Yeah, it, it, it really has been in Discovery Channel that you brought that up because, you know, this part and parcel of this whole thing. And, you know, you said something before. I just wanted to ask you this. How, when, I don't even know the answer to this after all the time we're doing shows with you. When did Discovery Education start? Uh, about 24. Yeah, I mean, it's a, the, basically, Discovery Education started the day Discovery Channel started. The, the education division itself about 20 years ago, um, just a little over 20 years ago, huh. um, when – you know, Discovery Channel acquired yeah. uh, United Learning and, you know, and everything was off and running. But really it started, the, the, the story is it started the first day Discovery Channel aired their first documentary because the first phone call um, they got from Discovery Channel from airing that documentary was from a classroom teacher asking if they could show that documentary in the classroom. So it basically started oh. at the inception of Discovery Channel. Yeah. I, I never knew that little tidbit of history. That's real. I'm glad I asked that question. Okay, that yeah, is really interesting. Cool and, and and you know, frankly, I thought Discovery Education was older than that. Okay, so you you guys have been around for about 20 years, which yeah, is little, you've been there for 18 of them. My lord. Okay, and yeah. uh, wow. I mean, really, look where you look. <laughs> you folks have done in 20 years. Okay, that, that, that fascinates me. I thought you were going to say around 1990. Okay, so I'm, I'm really <laughs> impressed with all. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty impressed with this. Okay, I'm learning stuff here today. Okay, so now here's the challenge, uh, Mr. Vice President, okay, of Discovery Education. You, you know mm -hmm. you're hearing from educators that they want to really support student curiosity. This is something that they and you can hang their, your hat on for the year. Okay, you're going to put all that out there for teachers and all that. What do you do? What's happening behind the scenes. So now you've got this in your head, okay, to do this. What happens? What, 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 what now happens? What's the process, how it works? You gather the team together. You say, okay, this year we're going to ignite student curiosity. Now what? Lance. Yeah, yeah. I mean, now what is essentially like what are the ways that we can do that? And there are a couple, a couple key ways that we you know, I think we've been driving toward and then this year really kind of doubling down on it. And one of those is, you know, we provide a, a variety of, of products and services. Um, at the core of what we do, though, we, we help create engaging lessons and activities for, for teachers. And I with those, one of the themes, and, and one of the themes this year in particular when we got together, and, you know, the team's been doing it for a while, but again, like, really hyper-focused this year. One of the ways that that we believe we can help get students curious, I mean, and it starts with something as simple as how do we frame our lessons around things kids truly are curious, that that they've actually asked the question of us, or it's a question that personally for them, like, really sparks their interest. So, you know, part of the Discovery family is mystery science, and they've been doing this for, for years. Like, all of the lessons yep. are literally based on questions that kids send in so you know ah. like a couple wow. i jotted a couple down so i knew like please could a volcano please. pop up where you live like that's a really compelling question that a fourth grader would ask right like some uh, could, a pop, could a volcano pop up in you, philadelphia you know, you know i'm going to tell you you know i got to tell you that this actually just brought back an amazing memory okay and i wasn't expecting this at all as you know i grew up in west philadelphia all right and yep. um i think i think you knew that 
Okay. And um, I remember my grandmother took me to the movies when I was about six years old, seven years old to see Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs or something. But they had a, uh, you know, back in those days, this is where you got travel logs, and they had a, 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 a short 10-minute film before the actual feature about the impact of volcanoes. They, they showed you what it was like to see volcanoes. So I'm funny you should mention this. And I remember thinking to myself, oh, my God, this is really scary. I wonder if there's a volcano around here. And I kept asking everybody, all the apples, this is West Philadelphia. I kept asking all the adults, I know, do you know if there's any volcanoes around here? Because that could be really dangerous. Okay. And I found out that there was. Okay. So that's what you brought up the volcano thing. That was when I was a kid. I, you know, I might have sent that in to you. I don't know. I, I promise you didn't. For anybody listening, that was just uh, super coincidental, and it's kind of a cool connection there. So. It was. But it's a memory I, I still have, asking every adult I saw if they know of any volcanoes in West Philadelphia that we had to be worried about. There you go, my friend. Yes, I but, get it. Go ahead. Keep going yeah, with the questions. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's ultimately, you know, it's there's for our mystery science team, they're really just great at Because we take those questions from kids. Yeah, they are. And, <laughs> this year, you know, one of the things that we've heard again and again, particularly from our elementary school teachers, is, you know, we need more resources for social studies, and you guys make great lessons. Can you can you help us with that? And so we started yeah, this new do. series. It's called uh, it's Need to Know. So we basically the, the nice thing about Discovery Education is like we have 20 plus years of. We, we know what teachers are searching for in September and October, but based on what grade they are, like we just have these kind of repeated patterns of, we know the standards, we know what they're looking for. So um, we're building out this new series called Need to Know, and they're lessons for elementary about, they're social studies lessons around the, 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 the topics that the teachers most need help with or content for. And we're using that kind of same spirit in terms of like, well, how do you get kids curious about the American Revolution? Like, ask a compelling question. Ask a question that relates to their, their life. Like, you know, have you ever had a conflict with a friend? Transition to have a conflict start the American Revolution. So, mm-hmm. that's, you know, the questioning part is a big thing that we focused on as a team this year. And then, you know, for us, it's always been, you know, our bread and butter is the content, the videos, the interactives, the, you know, the, the digital media. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, we're obviously developing new Discovery Education original content. We have new content coming in from partners like Books and Fixie and Coyote Peterson. And, and that's something that, like, ultimately we can, we can help do. Kids are curious about things when they see, you know, that one-minute video that is so visual and, you know, just captivates them because they're seeing something that they haven't seen in their neighborhood in West Philadelphia. So, you know, content's <laughs> another piece. Good. And Good pick on I think for that. The, right. <laughs> yeah, no, the, 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 I think the third one is related to content. We've, Larry, this yeah. year, we invested a lot in building new interactives. And by interactives, we, when I say that, I mean like virtual labs and simulations. And because it gives kids an opportunity not just to kind of passively consume, but they can manipulate variables. They can move things around. It's it's truly wow. interactive, so they can explore different scenarios. Inter- interactive and, on screen or like I think it's on screen you're talking about. Am I correct? Yeah, yeah, or like digi- digital yeah. manipulatives, right? So you have okay, a virtual thank you. Lab I just, that I just can, wanted to be sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. and uh, yeah. and that's been honestly though like 
that resource and you know for 20 some years we've been known for like amazing high quality videos that came you know our origin every channel still have that obviously but the the digital interactives have become our most popular resource in terms of students going in independently and exploring and when we can get kids when we know kids we look at what they're doing when the teacher's not assigning things to them and, and that's how that's one of the kind of you know uh indicators for us is kids are going in and they're exploring those interactives on their own without teachers telling them to do it. That's where we need to double down. So uh, those are a few of the things that, you know, that that we're putting in place for, for back to school. Yeah. And I wanted, I wanted to go back because I love social studies. What grades are we talking about? Because I was a social studies teacher outside of Philadelphia. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So uh, with need to know, okay. A what grade or, or any of this, what grades are we talking about? Yeah, I mean, we provide all of our – our content and services are K-12. We support pretty much all subject areas with okay. our experience product. For for social studies, we have a upper grades, middle and early high school social studies textbook. This yeah. Need to Know series is a – it came from our elementary teachers. So the first lessons are grades three through five, and then we'll go and, and work on the grades one through two lessons later in the year. Yeah, you know yeah, – yeah. That is that is so important. I'm thinking as you're talking about moving uh, digital manipulatives around. This is what kids love to do. All right. I remember my kids, you know, with video games and all that, they would build roller coasters and all that sort of thing. Okay. And it's moving stuff around on screen. Okay. And that mm-hmm. makes all the difference in the world to these kids. And this is this is the way of the world for the last 30 years. And education must has to make kids understand. We we understand what you need to move forward, and we're going to make this learning fun. Because if we don't make it fun, you're not going to enjoy it like you should. Okay, and learning should be enjoyable. I love the way you guys are thinking about this. And again, you grew out of the TV business, which was although it was always uh, educational, it it was a it was a business. You had to figure out Mm -hmm. what was going. So I really. I really love what Discovery does. I want to ask something else, and we're talking about student curiosity. There's another part of this, and this is teacher curiosity, and I know you're on top of this. All right? You have to think about this. When you create something new, let's just use need to know. When you use need to know, teachers have to understand what's there, which pops into professional learning. And that's key these days because I honestly believe that professional learning and continual training is going to keep a lot of teachers in the profession. But you know we're having a trouble with that these days. All right? Yeah. And so talk about professional learning, but I want to say something else, because it just dawned on me. If we can get kids to really enjoy learning at school, okay, we will get more and more people interested in the teaching profession because nobody wants to spend their professional life doing what they did not enjoy. But if kids enjoy learning and enjoy being in school, they'll think more seriously about becoming educators. And all this, it's a vicious cycle. It's a whole big thing. All right. But it, but it is, it, it, it all makes sense in the big picture. Okay. It's, it's individual trees, if I may, in the forest. That's why I think what you guys do is so important. Okay, for the kids, and now we're going to get into the professional learning side for the teachers. Yeah, so it's, I mean, the timing's really, we just had a, did a a research study for back to school, just of a couple thousand teachers who use Discovery Education, and it was was a professional learning 
survey. And we did a readout yesterday. And, and, and you know, oh, perfect. I think this just kind of con- kind of confirms all the things that uh, companies and districts know. But um, a couple things that just resonated for us. One, we've we've been spending more and more time on kind of like <laughs> micro learnings or point of use, five, ten minutes. Like, here's a video. What's a quick strategy you can use with hmm. it? So it's very, like, point of hmm. use. Teachers don't have a ton of time. That came out right. of one of the themes in terms of, like, just kind of duration and when do you want professional learning. But the, the big thing that comes out, not just out of the survey that we did, but, you know, the, the, the RAND studies and, and, and many other places, is, like, teachers do – they learn best or it sinks in best when you're learning with your colleagues. It's that whole professional learning community. Like, that five-minute conversation I have with the other sixth-grade teacher in my building – like, I see what they're doing, and I get to try it. And that's one of the things that, I mean, we've done, we've tried to help facilitate that for, for years with our teacher community, with the Discovery Educator Network. This year, we rolled out, in particular because of what you said, you know, like, a lot of new teachers, a lot of uh, emergency certified Good teachers, point. you know, folks coming Good in point. that need that support. And um, we put together a pathway that's basically, like, teachers learning together as a cohort around a particular strategy. Like you get together, here's this strategy. How would you use it in your classroom? It's discussion. They go off and try it. And then there's individual coaching. So we're trying a lot of different blended and hybrid models to just meet teachers where they're at. But in terms of like the biggest thing that was the takeaway, Larry, out of that survey was like, what's the reason that teachers want professional learning? What's the thing that drives them? And it wasn't badges. Yeah, it wasn't badges and it wasn't extra pay. It was because I want to grow as a professional, which shouldn't be shocking wow. to anybody, but may- maybe no, it is. So but teachers are curious, too. Like, you come back every year, and it's like, how do I make that lesson better? What's what's the other teacher down the hall doing? So the, the more we can, the more that building-level administrators, the more that superintendents can can make space for professional learning, mm-hmm. like, that ultimately changes the dynamic of classrooms more than anything. It, it really and truly does. And, you know, nothing, I, there's two ways to say this. Nothing makes a, a teacher happier than when they're really teaching. But what really is the bottom line, nothing makes a teacher happier when the kids are learning. All right. That, that, that's the incentive right there. They, teachers just naturally, for the most part, love what they do. All right. And it's just so important to keep, we, we can't afford to lose any. And to keep that, if I may, teacher curiosity at a high level, okay, and help them along, and you said it a few minutes ago, with quick information that is useful, okay, it's going to make all the difference in the world. And and it's part of the process, to me, of a school district purchasing a product. They have to be very aware that it's not going to be a tail. One of my friend contractors calls it taillight warranty. The minute you can't see his taillights and he drives out of the driveway, the warranty is over. Okay. Right. <laughs> you know, and it's the same thing here. You, these companies spend hours and hours and hours putting this together and trying to figure out what's right. And if you don't figure it out the first time, you'll, you'll, you'll change it as you get more information. But to me, it's, 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 Creating the curiosity to be the best you can be, and, and, and that, that's that's what you're really doing. I think what you're doing is, is absolutely great. So I just want to go before we go here, Lance. I just want to give everybody is discoveryed.com/slash. I have it linked here. 
back-to-school? Is that the best place to go, back to school? Absolutely, yeah. DiscoveryEducation.com, see, you'll see all of the back-to-school updates there. Yeah, it's, 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 it's just amazing. And now that school's starting, I have to ask you this. Okay, how's the, what kind of feedback are you guys looking for? Just talk, talk to everybody about the feedback they can give. I don't want them to think, and again, I'll say it again, there's not a taillight warranty here. Okay, They're, the salesperson you see represents uh, a much larger pyramid of people. Okay, and what's the feedback you guys want as the year goes on, Liz? Yeah, I mean, we want to know feedback about how's the content resonating with the kids. How easy is it? Is how easy is it for teachers to use? How can we make that a little bit more seamless and provide teacher support? Um, I mean, ultimately, we we look at you know we look at usage data every day, what's resonating, but like getting even you know a little bit more in the yeah. weeds of like what specifically about this content got your kids excited or put a smile on their face. So we're constantly doing focus groups and surveys and looking at the data, but um, we also, anybody that has discovery education, we encourage them to just, you know, contact support, send us a note. And, uh, you know, we, we make that a core part of our product principles is listening to our, our teacher community. You guys stand behind everything you do. And I know that, and I'm proud to say it for you. Lance Ruji, thank you, my friend. It's great to mm -hmm. have you here. Okay. It is Thank great you so to much. Have you, here. Appreciate you, know, it, you know, you're always welcome here. Lance, take care. Have a good weekend. Okay? Please. You too. Thanks, Larry. Thanks, buddy. Bye. -bye. Bye. This is a good company. That's discoveryed.com. And I have everything linked up here, but really, it's, well, you got it. Okay? These companies, again, Discovery is a good example. They really do care about what they're doing. They want to hear from you. They want to create the right materials. We're going to archive the show at ace-ed.org. And if you ever want to get in touch with me, it's Larry at ace-ed.org. And by the way, I am Larry. Jacobs, that is, and thanks for listening. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.